Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Spinnerfield. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Sora. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, we, I'm, we're not degenerates at all or gambling addicts or anything like that. Mm-mm. I like to think. But we got rocked this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally care as much, but like to see that I kind of don't know anything, it feels like that. You know, when I, when we get stuff right, it doesn't. I don't care about the money because we're not even betting that much money. Hmm. But to, when you get stuff right, it's more like, see, I know football. I should have a podcast about football. <laughs> Our results this week make me want to shut down the podcast. Hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah. do we deserve to talk about football when we got every single game wrong? And then on top of that, and flip them, pick them. I don't even want to talk about flipping. <laughs> I only got. I'm getting my ass whooped, man. I'm getting yeah, my I, ass whooped. I did whoop that ass this week and flip them. You won nine em. to six. I was just looking what? at it. I'm pretty yeah. sure I won ten to six. Oh no, I didn't put the Bears game in yet. I hadn't put the Bears game in yet. See, look at you. <laughs> Look at that. You won 10 to 6. It got worse as I speak, man. It's just, I'm, over here. Uh, I'm wearing glasses today. Those of you watching, you see I'm wearing glasses because I cried my contacts out. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> I woke up with irritated eyes. I was like, I got to get my eyes break. But I will yeah, say man. this. I will say this. We we did not have a very good weekend betting on football. No. Um, but for me personally, um, I had... My Georgia Bulldogs mm-hmm. went in their last game of the season, record-breaking 29th victory in a row, headed to the SEC championship next Congratulations, weekend. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. And the Falcons beat the Saints. So so for me, like on the field, yeah. and and for those of you, we talked about this in the um, – in the betting yeah, episode, yeah. which which will never be mentioned again because that was <laughs> – <laughs> uh, But we had uh, an amazing Thanksgiving yeah. uh, get-together at my place on, on Saturday. Um, everybody came through. Everybody brought some food. And everybody Every- brought it. Everybody brought their children. Um, skills in the kitchen. And it was it was on. It was great. It was, was a, fantastic. It was a good old fashioned friends giving, mm-hmm. um, chosen family. It's the best and family I, there is. And we had. I mean, that my. I told. I said, I said to the kids. I was like, we've celebrated Thanksgiving a lot, but I here in Sweden, but I think that might have been the most American Thanksgiving I've ever had. Oh, because football's on the TV. Well, because we had. <laughs> It like we had the food in the kitchen, we had mm. 
we had Michigan, Ohio State on mm-hmm. in the living room. We mm-hmm. had LSU, Texas A&M on in the bedroom. Yeah. We had kids running around having fun. Yep. We had a pregnant lady passed out on my bed. Because yeah. she I mean, it was just one of those things yeah. where it was it like. It felt like home. It was like everybody just do, you do you. It's all good. Like everything's yeah. fine. You know. Yep. We just didn't have a racist uncle. That's the only that's thing missing, true. We got to get a racist uncle, man. I feel like, yeah. But that's why you leave. That's why we're all here. That's <laughs> all true. All the expats, we're all here because of the racist uncle. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah it, was it's, really, it's, it was really nice. It's on the list of reasons you move four to 6,000 miles away from home. It's just, yeah. just what to do. And that's why people have to keep that in mind during this time of year. Um Especially if you're doing something like betting, like how small that other shit is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the the betting on the football, your your team and all that stuff, they can make you feel good. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, life could be good, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind we uh, flushed a bunch of money down the toilet and bet on the wrong uh, Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame coaches against uh, rookie. Actor quarterbacks <laughs> tied to a parlay. Bill Belichick loses to Joe, <laughs> Joe Pesci. What's happening? But let's get to it, man. Thanksgiving, the actual Thanksgiving games. It was uh, it was Thursday. It made it feel like I didn't eat Thanksgiving food until Saturday. But Thursday, like having the games on in the evening like that, it felt so good, man. It felt like, man, I felt full almost like... <laughs> As if I had been eating a bunch of turkey, but it was really nice to just watch the games. Yeah, I'll say this. I think um, as far as the game is concerned, um, it kind of felt like the Lions maybe had Thanksgiving dinner too early um, (laughs) because the Packers came out and dropped 20 points on them in the first quarter. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I mean, we saw the Rams golf came back. Yeah, this was a... This was supposed to be, you know, like one of the first years in a long time that the Lions obviously hosting Thanksgiving, but also being relevant and good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Packers showed out. Um, Goff didn't throw any picks, but he did. He he lost three fumbles, um, which obviously made Green Bay's job a little easier. That being said, I thought Jordan Love probably – I mean, this is two weeks in a row. He's just kind of – he's finding his best football. Yeah, man. Um, he's looking the part, man. I think so, too. I mean, I I kind of think he's doing enough to warrant the idea that there might be something there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's kind of the eye test thing. Like, you can just see it. I mean, we'll we'll get to it in a little while, despite a Falcons win – you look at Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. you hold these two quarterbacks uh, up, and I know, and we beat the Packers this year, but it's like he's in his fourth just... year, though, bro. <clears throat> Jordan Love's my... got a chance. He had a chance to sit on the bench and, and sit behind a Hall of Famer for a bit. Yeah, my point is is that you can you can just see it. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. You can just see it. This guy, um, this guy's a real quarterback, and, yeah. um, you know, they. They did let the Lions kind of crawl back into it a little bit, but, but honestly, I thought they played great. That's because um, the Lions have a better roster. That's all. They got up yeah. ahead of them. They they got to uh, L.A. Golf, 
But the the thing that's not spoken about enough is what we did. Well, I mean, we did bet on the. Uh, we, that's one bet we won. We started off nice and strong. That's we true. thought the the Lions. Uh, I mean, the Packers will cover. Um, but we didn't look up into the sky mm. and check out the type of moon that it was because it was a waxing gibbous moon. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and okay. that's what was in the sky. And that's in the sky when darkness falls. It lights up in the early evening. <clears throat> it appears more than half lighted, but it's less than full. And it comes between the first quarter moon and the full moon. And the Lions on Thanksgiving have lost all 12 of their games on a waxing gibbous moon night. And maybe this was a waxing gibbous moon. And there's no maybe way it's, to lie. <laughs> maybe it's because they play in a dome. They don't they can't see the moon. So they don't know. They didn't know any better. And the know. moon still did what it did. And the Lions lost again, thirteenth time <laughs> in a row. <laughs> a waxing gibbous moon. Weird Just stat. Out there. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Weird stat. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> um, <huh. clears throat> it's like the next scorigami. Which happened. We had one. <clears throat> I know. Like, <laughs> hit me with the is, is Scorigami. Is that your uh, mock draft? <laughs> Scorigami is officially my like. Is your mock we draft? Do not care. Like I. <laughs> like to me, I can't wait for them to run out of Scorigamis, so that, that whole community that. could yeah. just like drift off into the sea. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I really could not care less about a scorigami. Yeah, but that game, I, I wouldn't panic if I was the Lions. I know people want to panic. They, they're feeling themselves. They've, they've lost a couple <laughs> games we thought they shouldn't win, but they won some games we thought they, I mean, lose, but they won some games we thought they shouldn't win. So they're 8-3, man. Don't panic. You'll be all right. You got a good coach. You got a good uh, a good quarterback. I just gave them praise. It's my fault. Hmm. I said golf has arrived, so. I mean, one of the things I'd like to do at the end, once we go through the games, is to take a look at the the standings because I feel like that's starting to become very relevant. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the good news for the Lions is that you know the Vikings lost last night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the good news for the Packers is that you know because the NFC is so mm-hmm. trash, I mean, they're kind of right. They're legitimately mm-hmm. in the hunt to make a yeah. playoff spot. So a few teams like that. How's yeah. the how's the commanders in the hunt? Are they hmm. hunting? They're the hunters. Well, <laughs> the commanders, yeah. In in the world of predator v prey, uh, the commanders <laughs> the commanders were prey uh, this this Thanksgiving, losing forty five to ten mm. uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, obviously, Sam Howell got sacked a lot. Um, he's what? crazy. He's crazy though. He he gets sacked a lot, but he still manages to throw for three hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what are you supposed to say about the Cowboys? Again, it. I mean, you do have to. I mean, they have eight. They're they're eight and three. Um, they obviously have a talented roster. Um, but I think you know, like you said, that the the Cowboys and the and the Dolphins kind of shared a bit of DNA this year where they, mm-hmm. they just, they, they beat up on bad teams, like severely beat them up. Um, and, that, and we bet it against it. Like it is. <clears throat> I, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I mean, the good news for the Cowboys is that, you know, e- even though they do beat bad teams, Tony Pollard has had a pretty mm-hmm. substandard year. Um, mm-hmm. And now he's got two weeks in a row where he's, yeah, I wouldn't say that he's like, 
exploded necessarily, but he's been way more productive and functional in the last two weeks. Um, You know, Dak did what Dak has been doing. It's just been kind of lighting these teams up left and right. Um, I would say the MVP of the game for me, obviously it has to be Deron Bland who, I mean, we just talked about him last week, tying the pick six record and then he goes out and breaks it. And the, and the way that he broke it, like he had to do some legitimate work to, and they probably did some work beforehand to jump that, that route like that. (laughs) Yeah. He jumped the route. Um, and then he made two guys run into each other. Like, I mean, he, he really, it it was special. That's a way to break. That's a way to break that record, man. It was pretty great. If you haven't seen it, you should go back and see it. It's it's yeah. it's pretty dope. Um, I mean, we're gonna get to the fact that it's firing season um, when we get to the Panthers game. Uh, I I mean, I mean, I know, I don't know, I don't I know if Ron Rivera's, I don't know if Ron Rivera's gonna make it the rest of the year. To be honest, I really, he don't. won't make it into next year. Sorry, Ron. he won't make it to next year. But yeah, I think there's gonna be a new a regime. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of head coach uh, yeah, jobs. Of, there's gonna be a lot of vacancies mm-hmm. uh, that are gonna need to be filled. Uh, is uh, you think Kyle Shanahan's job is safe? Yeah, he's probably done just enough to hang in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, they put the Seahawks over their lap and spanked them. Sure did. Uh, how many times? That should have been my uh, Price is Right question. How many times can we see Gino on the table talking to the media before they stop showing that shit during the game? Oh my god, they <laughs> ran that into the ground. The Gino because yeah. he was an yeah. issue and all this like, Yeah. Oh, we get it. Yeah. He was hurt, and he and you talked. They did an interview. You had camera crew there. What the fuck? Yeah. I- <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'm. I wonder what the hell these people are thinking. Yeah. Um, Gino had a rough day <laughs> at um, the office, <laughs> so he probably should have stayed on that table. He was 18 <laughs> for 27, zero touchdowns, a pick. He got sacked six times. Um, they were outmatched, bro. The San Francisco defense uh, yeah. has really come. Back back to life, more or less. They did the same um, thing. They did it again, bro. They did it again. They used the trade deadline and juiced the team up mm. with Chase, man. I'm Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Chase Young being over there on the other side, it's just sick. Yeah. And, and Gino's so vocal, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> that was so funny. Um, I'm... Like okay, so uh, McCaffrey did what, yeah. what we all, what we all expect him to do: nineteen carries, one hundred fourteen yards, two touchdowns. Debo Samuel had a fantastic game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a little concerned. I don't know what the Seahawks' problem is per se, but you know, the whole DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett situation. I don't know if it's a Geno Smith problem. Or what, but it's just not working this year. Mm. Like these two guys who are normally, you know, kind of automatic are, are just having incredibly mediocre seasons this year yeah. com- compared to what, what you would expect them to have. Um, Don't forget what we expected from Gino when 
Pete Carroll said, I got two starting quarterbacks, and we said, you have zero. Remember that? That we were like, Geno yeah. shouldn't be in the league and all that <clears throat> shit. And then he surprised us all and had a top 10 quarterback performance last year. Keeping that up is unlikely. So he yeah. passed the mean. He's still better than what he was. Like, he's still a little scary. But before, it used to be laughable. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Now that you mention it, I feel like if I could pick a theme for this week, it would be the back down to earth. But they are who we thought they were. You know, like, everybody relax, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody calm down. Same thing yeah. happened in the Vikings, Josh Dobbs. It's like, you know. We're, obviously, we'll get to that game later, but yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of teams got humbled this week. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, this is exactly what we expected to happen. I mean, this the 49ers are back in a big way, um, and for them, it's just a question of can they stay can they stay healthy uh, with a coach who is Continuing to play his best players, even though they're up by three scores. So we'll right. see. We'll see if we they can manage see. that. They did lose somebody really important in this game, I think, though. The Seahawks? No, the 49ers lost 49ers. the defenseman, didn't they? I can't remember. I don't know. I know. Fred, I saw Fred Warner, the most important, I think. That's it. <clears throat> Is he out? Was it, Fred, was it Fred Warner? No, I'm saying I saw him in the post game. He looked healthy, so that's the one okay. I'd be worried about. Like you don't want to lose Fred Warner. <clears throat> they lost somebody. I think it was a knee injury of some sort. I can't remember. Okay. Anyway, if you're a 49ers fan, you probably already know, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. What's next? The uh, another game that was kind of lopsided, but still exciting at first, I guess. The uh, the Dolphins, it's a concern for a Dolphins fan. The Dolphins beat the Jets thirty four to thirteen. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, they covered on paper. It looks nice, right? Uh, the Jets looked as bad as we thought they would with Tim Boyle coming out there. Um, <laughs> the the craziest turnaround you could ever have is there's two seconds left. Mm. You made uh, they missed Dolphins missed a field goal. Was that what it was? Or they went for it on fourth down? No, Tua threw an interception. Yes, Tua throws an interception, just going for like another late to the outside interception. I guess late for Tua to the outside interception. Um, and there's two seconds left, and instead of kneeling on it, which you know you don't want to do that, they go for the hail mary. Boyle's got a big arm, throws the hail mary pass. It doesn't make it to the end zone. Javon Holland catches it in front of all the skill players that could possibly run him down. And <laughs> he's a punt returner. <laughs> he's also a punt returner. And uh I saw his I should have I should have grabbed grabbed his post his uh press conference because they asked him about it. And he's like, Yeah, all of all the skill players are behind me pretty much, except for Bell. And I saw Wilkins take him out, and I was like, it's just me and the quarterback and uh had to take his ankles. <laughs> and he did. Boy, did he. He just juked the shit out of that quarterback, man. Boy was like, whoop, whoop. And then it was touchdown. I was losing my mind. I watched it afterwards. I couldn't uh, watch the game live. I had a gig. But uh, I watched it afterwards. I was losing my mind. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm so, I, I, really, I really enjoy the way Jets fans – Suffer, um, 
There's like a. I'm kind of feeling bad for him. And I don't, I don't mean that in a mean way. Like I don't, I really don't. I mean it in like, like there's sort of a dark, there's a dark comedic brilliance to the way Jets fans suffer this team. Um, There was a lot of chatter about like, uh, like why are we always the team that has like a, a play that actually gets a nickname? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fumble, <clears throat> fake spike. <laughs> what are they calling this one? They're calling it the fail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> like in that, that nickname emerged almost like, like before the end of the, I think I woke up to it the next morning and it was like, fail Mary. it was, they were people, the, the whole, like everybody was already calling it the fail Mary. It was just like, wow. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, but you're right. It, it did take a minute for the dolphins to get uh, cooking um, mostly obviously because of the Jets defense, but this is, this is just what they, this is what the Jets do. Um, yeah. My my big concern for the Jets is that, you know, I mean, Jesus, how many times are we here this week and the Aaron Rodgers is going to practice this week? Yeah. Um, Stop it, man. Distraction. <clears throat> it, it doesn't. It's not going to do shit. You're, what's the, they're four and seven. You're not going to play. You're not going to, you got to, you have to win out to get to the playoffs. <laughs> He's yeah. not coming back this week, so Tim Boyle's gonna have to carry the load until it's like shut the fuck up, Aaron. Relax, he also, get better. And the other thing he needs to remember is that the Jets, one of the Jets' biggest problems is still their offensive line. Yeah. This is this is the reason why you have no, why you went through this Achilles injury in the first place. No, the this reason is, why he went through this Achilles injury, and we saw it in this game because we lost a major player that might exactly that's and, part of it too. Is the fucking MetLife Stadium. That was Matt complained Life. about by the players. So, like, they asked Javon Holland in that same press conference. Mm. And he said, we knew coming into this game that this, the, this, the field is trash. Mm. And he said that my homeboy, uh, he named the player, I didn't know who the player was, um, went down, lost a season in my rookie year because of that field. And everybody knows that field is trash, man. We try to stretch and get around it, but it's trash. And it's like, if the players are knowing that, then the owners ain't shit. And it's two owners. They're sharing the field. Y'all can't put the money up for the grass and it's two of y'all organizations. It's crazy. And that's a huge loss for you guys. Yes. Jalen Phillips um, is a baller. That's a, that is a big, big loss. Uh, it'd Same be really, as, as a, it'd be interesting uh, to see, um, <clears throat> you know, because he, he is, he's one of those players that, you know, when, when he doesn't play, the Dolphins look like a different football team. Yes, like he's it, it, it's hair on fire. He's <laughs> that big. Of, he's that yeah. big of a deal. I think so. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate, and I agree yeah. with you. This it's 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 inexcusable. Um, obviously, they can't do anything about it during the season, but I don't know. I, it just feels like something. This is gotta, when the NFLPA needs to. <clears throat> Come up. This is the stuff they should be talking about in the negotiations, as well as guaranteed contracts and all that stuff. They need talking about these. These this, address the stuff that the players hate because you're the fucking union. Mm-hmm. Stop giving in to these owners, man. Uh, but yeah, we left the game uh, with that feeling of like, yeah, we beat the beat our rival, but damn, Tua didn't look great, and we beat a shitty team again. People are gonna talk about that, and we lost uh, one of our best defensive players. But interestingly enough, by the end of the night, you were the best team in the AFC. 
<laughs> the lead, the AFC lead changed hands four times this weekend. Wow. Four times. Damn, I didn't even notice that. That's first it was the learned. Dolphins. First it was the Dolphins. And then it was the Jags. And then it was the Chiefs. And then it went back to the Ravens. Chiefs tried to keep that shit going. Hmm. All right. Then we got the, uh, yo, oh, let, let us know about your boys, man. Speaking of leaders, speaking of leaders and by leaders. <laughs> NFC South leaders as of Sunday night <laughs> with a with a losing record, mind you, <laughs> is is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I mean, Jesus, where do you start? You had <clears throat> Desmond Ritter looked really bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, and it was one of those games where Oof. you could tell you could tell we we were playing around Desmond Ritter. Um, that's even, a sign of good coaching. I mean, that should feel good. Yeah, even Isak, uh, who has been defending Desmond Ritter all year, finally said, <laughs> you know what? I, I I don't think Desmond Ritter is the guy. And both me and Saga were like, what? He's finally said it. <laughs> um, it. Yeah, this was not a good performance by him. He was 13 for 21, 168 yards, one touchdown pass and two picks. And it was one of those things where like, you know – he always throws a pick at the most heart gut punch, like kick yeah. me in the nuts kind of moment where, where we string together. It's like five or six plays where you're just like, man, we look, the offense looks like it's humming. Like mm -hmm. we're functional. We're moving the ball. There's another first down. Oh, that was a nice little play. Oh, I like that. Good job. Bang pick. You're just like, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but Arthur Smith, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's he's finally seems to have figured out. I'm not going to say he figured it out because I felt like I was going to say he seems to have figured out the Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, Corderell Patterson recipe. Like, it, how are you going to use this? I mean, it felt like he had figured it out early in the year, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. But this was to me, this was like like a recipe for the perfect meal, right? Bijan runs the ball 16 times for 91 mm -hmm. yards and a touchdown. Algier runs it 10 times for 64 yards. Quarter L. Patterson comes in eight times for 43 yards. I mean, to me, that's just like you couldn't ask for much more. And and you got Drake London with five catches for 91 yards. Like this is probably the most balanced mm -hmm. Falcons offensive performance I've ever seen, despite the fact that Ritter was out here throwing picks. Um but a hundred percent, the man of the match has got to be Jesse Bates the third. Yeah, I mean, man. The, he's the engine in that defense, man. He completely swung the momentum because you know mm. the Saints scored uh, on their first drive, and then we only managed to kick a field goal on our first drive. And then when the Saints got the ball back, and you kind of felt like, oh shit, here we go, because we couldn't, for whatever reason, we could not stop the Saints from moving the ball down the field until they got to the red zone. Yeah. The Saints get to the red zone, and I don't know if that's a Saints problem or if it's like a Falcons having good red that's zone strange. defense. Yeah. I really, I'm probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but that play where where Jesse Bates. Uh, I mean, and you could see Carr was staring the receiver down the whole time. It's not yeah, like, and, and when they showed the all 22 angle and you could see Jesse Bates in the safety position, just, he was staring right at Derek Carr yep. and you could see the second that he moved, he knew exactly. I mean, he was a good yeah. 20 yards away from the ball and he Tape already study. knew what, he knew what was going to happen. He picks yeah. it and takes it to the house. 
Um, and he also, there was another red zone trip where he punched out a fumble. Mm. Um, he, he caused a big fumble. I mean, the same five trips to the red zone and they got five field goals out of it. Um, yeah, you can't ask much kicker, more. The kicker was just racking them up. I was like, damn. <clears throat> you, can't, you can't ask much more than that from, from your defense. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was, it was very encouraging. It was really great to see them getting Bijan out wide. I think he's better. I don't think it's very smart to try to run Bijan up the middle. I think it's better when they get him out wide. Um, and they even threw a touchdown I pass to him. Wheel route. Kinda, yeah, that wheel route. That's where it's at. Yeah. Um, I, this linebackers. was, this was great. I mean, I'm, you know, again, it, it, we have a losing record and we're, we're the number one team in the <laughs> NFC South. And oddly enough, I mean, we're tied with the same record as the Saints, but we're three and zero in the division. Like Damn, three of really those, important. three of those five wins are all division wins. Surprisingly enough, that's um, important in the, in the end of the year when the tiebreakers mm-hmm. division record is is up there. So, uh, <clears throat> you ready to talk about another division rivalry? With the yeah, uh, let's um, all right, this one is uh, a shit bowl brought to you by Xlex. <laughs> Kinda, uh, we had a worse shit bowl, but this one is a uh, downing a uh, browning. Um, speaking of shit bowl, against the, <laughs> <laughs> against the Steelers, Kenny Pickett put up some numbers. Kinda, he almost hit three hundred yards, but man, I knew this looked like how I thought it was gonna look. Man, Steelers gonna muck it up, keep you from scoring a lot of points, and then come out of there with a victory. They're seven and four right now. <laughs> so weird. I don't have much to say about it actually. Just that, uh, you know, it's kind of what we expected. The Bengals are they're they're in their destiny is controlled by Zach Taylor, mm. and and at this time. Yeah. It's that time, man. Wag Taylor's back at it out here letting his team down, and they're going to lose, and they're probably going to keep them throughout the season to say they lost because they didn't have Joe Burrow. But maybe they're only winning because they have Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine them with a real quarter, a real coach. That's all I'm saying. I think I, I'll say that it, watching the Bengals without Joe Burrow is is depressing. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just such a shame for – for what has been a really entertaining team over the last couple of years to, to just be gutted um, by the absence of Joe Burrow. The only f- sort of fun thing to say about the Steelers is that obviously this is the week after they fire their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. <laughs> uh, and it's the first time since yeah. Matt Canada that the team has had over 400 total uh, yards on offense, Damn. it obviously didn't really show up in the scoreboard. No, but um, that's, that's, that's dope. But I will say this: there was, um, I mean, there were a couple of nice George Pickens sightings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, <laughs> how many uh, how many times did how many times did Kenny Pickett manage to get that that crossing route across the middle to Pat Fryermuth? I mean, yeah. I mean. It felt like every time they needed a first Fire down, man. it was the exact same play every time, and the Bengals couldn't stop. It was it like a Madden. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, yeah. when somebody does the same shit, nine catches 120 <laughs> yards, and, yeah. and Canada just didn't use the guy. Mm-mm. Najee Harris had one of his best games. I mean, he was running. Yeah. He was running angry and hard. That's all they um, do. Run hard. It was and so I don't know why they didn't score more points. I mean, I, yeah, they just I don't know. Whatever. They won the game. Yeah. And and the offense looked more functional. I'm still not a big fan of Kenny Pickett. Like if I'm a Steelers fan, no. I, I'm still hoping that they move on from him. To be uh, honest, I don't know, man. Give him a chance with a with the new coordinator. I don't know. I think he's he's got tools. Just feels like a backup to me. Mm. Just saying, he feels like a backup. How does uh, Will Levis feel to you? He also feels like a backup. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I've I'm on record with Will Levis. I, I yeah. I mean, they didn't win this football game because of him. They beat the Panthers seventeen to ten. Um, you know, I mean, it's Will Levis eighteen for twenty eight, hundred eighty five <laughs> yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, this game was just, you know, whatever. It, it, this game was boring as fuck. Yes. Honestly, this is a terrible football game. Uh, I mean, Derrick Henry scores two touchdowns, but it's like. You know, it wasn't like it was some vintage Derrick Henry performance, like right. like he's back, you know. Um, and then on the other side of the field, Bryce Young uh, is out here getting sacked over and over again and um, can't throw for over uh, over 200 yards. The run game is nothing to write home about. Um, you know, they, this guy just doesn't have any real pieces around him necessarily i mean you have i mean his top receivers Who would you, jonathan whose fault, whose fault would you say to this well i would uh, i well okay so i already know the answer to this because <laughs> <clears throat> i mean i would put it on the owner because mm-hmm. you know unlike you know there are some there are different kinds of owners and and david tepper is obviously one who uh likes to put his finger on the scale mm-hmm. despite the fact that he's not a football guy. Um, you know, obviously the big news uh, yesterday mm-hmm. um, afternoon, afternoon for us, morning for America, um, you know, after going one and 10 on the season, David Tepper fires head coach Frank Reich. Um, and then about, I don't know, three or four hours later, they announced that they're also firing the quarterback's coach, Josh McCown, uh, as well as the running back's coach, uh, Deuce Staley. Um, That sounds like a divided uh, staff. But they They, did not fire – they didn't fire the GM. Of course. Oh, yeah. um, Which is a little strange. It's very strange. He'll probably go Um, every year. Yeah, but it's also – to me, what that says is that – uh, Tepper Tepper is the kind of guy I've never met David Tepper but I've met a lot of people like David Tepper and David Tepper is the kind of guy who always needs a yes man in his back pocket and I'm assuming that whoever the GM is yep. uh, is that yes man that he needs in his back pocket and I'm also assuming that he's the guy who helped him to take Bryce Young instead of CJ Stroud who, mm-hmm. which we all know is the quarterback that 
um, that Frank Reich really wanted. Now, would C.J. Stroud be better than Bryce Young with with this Carolina Panthers football team? It's kind of hard to know the answer to that, to be honest with you. I'm wondering um, how you can watch – like this is the first season in a long time that there's two players that people think might be MVP that are not quarterbacks, and one of hmm. them you traded away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, this is the first yeah. time in a long time they're like, uh, whoa, there's a, a legitimate argument for these uh, two guys to possibly be MVP. And it's like, this guy that you're keeping on your staff is the one who let that one of them go. And what's the return you got? Not only that, uh, that's a great point. But another point that is quite similar that probably goes overlooked is that, you know, when you fired your coach last year, you had an interim coach that the mm-hmm. players really yep. responded to and played hard for, yeah. uh, and you let him leave too. Yep. Um, you went and, after the big name, and you know that was Tepper's idea. Yeah, you went after the shiny toy. Frank yep. Reich has a lot of history with the Panthers. Frank Reich was the very, he was mm-hmm. actually the very first quarterback, quarterback of the Carolina yeah. Panthers when they came French, into existence. Uh, uh, expansion. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, there are a lot of articles popping up this morning about how the Carolina Panthers have a David Tepper problem, that that's the real problem that they have. Um, That this is a guy who is used to uh, being able to get what he wants when he spends money, but that's not how football works. Not at all. It's it's built opposite, man. Football is America's socialism. Exactly. (laughs) No wonder he's failing. (laughs) And it's also not the first, he, he owns the soccer team in town too. Uh, uh, and he just fired that coach also. So he's just, I don't what know. What sucks is he's going to look into a good coach and then it's going to be like, see, even though all of this failure in in his wake because he can't lose his job. I'm just glad he's in my division, to be honest. Um, that's the mm. only nice thing I can say about it. Fuck um, that guy. Yeah, the nicest thing exactly. Um, Bucks. Yeah, Colts Bucks. How about that? Colts- I, I don't know if I've seen a 27 to 20 score in a more forgettable game. <laughs> yeah. But Baker be looking good, man. I I still feel like Baker is is really earning his keep. Yeah, man. For the most part. Um That was my takeaway you know, from this game, man. He's uh, he's working with what he's got. <clears throat> we were all laughing mm. when they took him like, "Oh yeah, they think that's the answer." It was the fucking answer. I don't know. I feel like in some way these two quarterbacks kind of remind me of each other, Baker oh, Mayfield yeah. and Gardner Minshew. Um, you know, I, well, I would say Baker's maybe a little bit better, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I trust Baker before Gardner. Yeah. And they both I mean, have uh, – the both of their first names are Jobs. So yeah. we should have known. We should have <laughs> known, man. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. Um <laughs> I will say this, Baker's offensive line completely let him down. I mean, mm. the big difference in this game is obviously, yeah. you know, Minshew had, had plenty of time to throw, whereas Baker Baker was under siege all night long. Yeah. He got he got sacked six times. Yeah. Uh, had to come out of the game for for at least one play, and then in came Kyle Trask, which is you know, you you're not Shout gonna out. want that. You're not gonna want that. 
Um, <laughs> you are not going to want that. They're just uh, not going to want that. <clears throat> both of the running backs look great. Um, Rashad White is is kind of quietly, mm-hmm. especially over the last three or four weeks, has, yeah, been, man. has been really, really good. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably fair to say that, you know, it, Zach Moss, it, while that was fun in the beginning of the year to see him be so good and so successful, yeah. uh, no, this no. is this is Jonathan Taylor's is backfield yeah. now. <laughs> uh, Ninety-one yards, two touchdowns, and then Michael Pittman Jr. How many times? Yes. How many times? How many times? How many times do you just like? He's just always open. Throw it up. Ten, ten times specifically. <laughs> uh, you know, ten for one hundred and seven. Uh, I mean, he's just—it just felt like every time they needed him, he was there for a big play. Um, yeah, I—I I, I don't, you know, Colts the, are surprising though, man. I didn't know they would be this competitive this season. <clears throat> well, in the AFC South, has been, you know, yeah. kind of surprising this year. Yeah, we talked really, that shit before the season. Nobody really thought, nobody had high expectations for the Colts or the Texans, Mm-mm. to be honest. Um, yep. And here they are challenging for the division. It's, uh, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Then we got the, uh, this, the week. A shit bowl. Brought to you by X-Lex. I feel like it it needs more shit sounds. Speaking of teams not challenging for the division. (laughs) Well, we we did. They did start the quarterback that was benched last week. So we literally got. (laughs) Return of the Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Mac Jones came out and showed us why he was benched the week before. Got benched again, man. And uh, I don't blame, I, I, honestly, I don't blame Mac Jones. We'll talk about that later. Right. Uh, the, uh, and, you know, we'll get to superlatives. But nobody saw this coming. We tied a bunch of money to it and uh, got embarrassed. Uh, I, I'm i I'm still in shock by this game. I said, I asked, I asked my phone. On the way home, because I had the show, so I was going home to start watching all the games catch up, and I asked my phone, 
Did the Patriots lose? That's <laughs> just what I said. Hey, Google, did the Patriots lose? <laughs> yes, the Patriots lost. I was like, what? I'm in an argument with with Google in my car. You know, it would be funny if you asked your phone, did the Patriots lose? And the response is, of course. The return of the whack. <laughs> like your phone would just start playing that song. Return of the whack. <laughs> that would be really funny. Uh, yeah, man. They let it. They, I'm, uh, I'm actually feeling bad for the Patriots. I didn't know this could happen. I have Patriots fans in my life that are acting. I hate Patriots fans because they're, they're just on this. Oh, no, no, it's good that we're losing. No, no, no. Take your fucking losses and be sad about it. I don't want to hear this. It's good that we're losing when you're also saying that Bill Belichick is a horrible GM. This right. sucks for you, okay? Take Don't you sit like we sit when our team lose and be sad about it. And don't be at all smug with your six championships over here. Like, I mean, it's, I mean it's just sometimes you can't win them all. Every, no, take your fucking losses and be sad about it. I can't stand Patriots fans. I, that, to me, sounds like a Patriots fan who... Either wasn't a fan, no, 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 no. for that no, long. That's a true, or, true fan, true fan. Or, or Set just has, years, or, decades, or just, or just shit. completely forgot how bad they used to be. That's what it is. Yeah. No, he reminds me. He's like, well, I, I sat through the entire '80s and blah blah blah. Yeah, I was like, all right, man. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah, fuck Patriots. The reality, fans. the reality in this game is that you know the the New England Patriots defense did a. They yeah. did their job. I mean, they held the Giants yeah. to 10 points. They sacked Tommy Big DeVito job. six times. They held the Giants to only 58 total rushing yards. Um, but this Damn. this this offense uh, of the Patriots is just, I mean, outside of Ramondre Stevenson, who had a nice game, I mean, it's just the, the quarterback situation is just, it's just dreadful. Mac Jones, twelve so for bad. twelve for twenty-one, eighty-nine yards, no touchdowns, two picks. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, and and they and they <laughs> and they had a chance to win the game, or they had a chance to tie the game at the end the fucking with the kick. field goal. I couldn't believe and, it. I couldn't kid, believe it. I knew the result, and I was like, "Wait, is he going to miss this kick?" And mind you, you know. Belichick cut Nick Folk and drafted this rookie kicker in the fourth yes, round. Yes, fourth round draft pick. It's like, and you're happy? You're not happy. No. I hate them. You're not happy. You have to have this guy who drafted this kicker who missed that kick. He's going to be in control of this early draft pick your guy's going to get. It sucks, man. You lucked into two great defensive players in the recent drafts. They both got hurt. I get that. This isn't good. Fuck the Patriots, man. We'll talk a little bit more about it. Yeah. Then we got the uh and what we knew was gonna be an exciting game. The Texans played the Jaguars. Jaguars won 24-21. Stroud's fun to watch. Lawrence, the the battle between these two, it's it's encouraging for the future that we're gonna have these guys going at it at least twice a year. Agreed. Um, but I yeah. think Stroud comes I I like him more than Lawrence. Yeah. I, I do like how you know, there's been a lot of talk about C.J. Stroud the last couple of weeks, and I have to mm-hmm. say, um, very encouraging for Trevor Lawrence to come out and say, "Hold on a second. Uh, I mean, this one could have gone either way. Um, obviously, yeah. both quarterbacks played very well, um, and you know, 
I mean, there was some terrible officiating in this game, by the way. Bruh. Really, really bad. I got like yelling at the TV at some of the stuff. There were several games this weekend where the referees played played way too much of an influence. Um, There was a huge play to Tank Dell that got wiped out for no good reason. Um, There were a couple of other ones that were just just absolutely terrible. Um, This game also came down to a final – um, potential game tying field goal. Um, you know, it, it, you don't get much closer than that. I mean, the guy puts it literally dead mm. center. Yep. Uh, from what fifty? How many? Right? It was a long one. It was fifty-eight yeah. yards, and it hits. I mean, it literally hit where the crossbar meets the pipe. That right. didn't he take a sack right before that though? So if he didn't take the sack, oh who knows? Was it a sack or was it a was it a sack or was it a delay of game? Or am I thinking about the Eagle the Eagles game? Yeah, that was a false start. They had two yeah. false starts. They were man. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, but yeah, it, this is a very encouraging performance by both teams, I think. And um, huge pretty, win for Jacksonville, though. A very big win for Jacksonville because when you think that there's there really aren't that many games left in the right. season, so to go up to Mm-hmm. To to go up by two games um, at yeah, this point in the season, um, it's still possible for them to slip up because yeah. um, they play like that sometimes. But but it, it was just I think T Law had a great game. I mean he threw for three hundred sixty four yards. He, Calvin Ridley for two weeks in a row. I mean that's been sort of the knock on them. Like Calvin Ridley will have a great game yeah. and then you don't see him for three weeks. Yeah. Um, but he it's now two weeks in a row. Where he showed up and balled Jaguar, out. Jaguars have Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Bucks, Panthers, Titans. That's a pretty so that's good schedule. Pretty, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty favorable. Uh, favorable schedule for them. And I don't know. There's well, yeah, I don't even know what to, I don't. What the hell? Well, we'll get to that when we get to the Browns. Well, that's next. Let's talk about the Browns. Let's go. Uh, Browns lost to the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos, I gotta say, I did not see this coming. This, uh, they, I mean, I, is it fair to say that the Broncos are this year's Lions? I mean, Bro, this, I mean, they, they look terrible in the beginning of the year. Yes, he has they, officially pulled it out. They get a 70 burger dropped on their heads by <laughs> yeah. the Dolphins, and then lo and behold, they go on a five game heater. Uh, you know what needed to happen? Crazy. He needed to talk that shit about Hackett, mm. get it thrown back in his face, and then he was like, all right, and he reached all the way down in his pants. Mm. And I'm talking, when I say he, I'm talking about what's best offensive coach of all time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sean Payton pulls, reaches down, pulls the whole thing out, showing how big it is. This coaching job he's done, spectacular, man. Yeah. And he didn't do that thing where you bail out and you f- start firing people and all that shit. He's like, oh, we got this. He really had some, uh, some. I don't know. I like how, I, it's a, a really good job, um, Sean Payton. Five in a row now. He did a he did a fantastic job. Now, if you just look at the box score, you wouldn't think that Russell Wilson had. Oh, no, he was amazing. Much of a day because you know you look at it. He's only thirteen for twenty two, one hundred thirty four yards. But the thing was is that the Broncos' defense was swarming. They caused so many turnovers the in Broncos, this game. Oh, oh yeah, Broncos. Yeah, yeah. The Broncos caused with the short field. 
One, two, three, four, five. Five turnovers or five fumbles. Three of them they they recovered. So that's short field. And then they got the run game going. Mm -hmm. So Russ threw for a touchdown, but he also rushed for one. And he was just really good rushing the ball in general. Mm -hmm. On third down, he was like saving them out of the third down conversions (laughs) and stuff like that. It was you saw that play old school Russ. That play has been all over the place since yesterday. because Russell, the audible where Russell goes up and changes the play, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, let's go pizza, pizza. We're gonna go pizza, pizza." <laughs> <clears throat> he hikes the ball and then he calls his own number and runs for a first down. Uh, and on the broadcast, we were like, "Yeah, he needs to do that pizza, pizza more often." Like, <laughs> <laughs> the little Caesar, he's calling it because he's Caesar. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> But this was a really great performance from the Broncos. Uh, I think a lot of people probably assumed that the Browns' defense would would terrorize Russell Wilson. But Miles Garrett had had some issues in this game. They also injured his shoulder. I think he's day to day. I'm not sh- sure. I don't think it's like super serious. But um, yeah, I mean, the Broncos showed up and handled their business. Yeah, man. And um, they put and up twenty nine on the best defense in the NFL. And also, like I gotta say, as much as we, I mean, we always say, "Oh well, defense wins championships." Not it when does. Dorian Thompson Robinson is your quarterback. I'm sorry, but good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> defense gets tired. Defense are humans, and they get it, tired. That's what the Jets are dealing with. Yeah, exactly. They got a really good defense. They just. Out there all game. You look at time of possession. What was time of possession this game? I didn't even see it. Uh, let's see. I got it right here. Time of possession. It's not that big. It's 32 to 27. Oh, they were scoring fast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, uh, but uh, a lot of a lot of times that these good defenses are just out there so long. You got to balance that shit. Well, he the, uh, oh, DTR left the game with a concussion. Oh, yeah. Um, which brought yeah, in he P.J. Hit Walker. Hard. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what their situation is moving forward, but I don't uh, think it matters. I I feel like I've been expecting I've been expecting the Browns to start falling apart. Yeah, since Nick Chubb went um, down. Yeah, and and I just I don't see them as I don't see this as a playoff team. I'm sorry, no. I just don't. No. Uh, the Cardinals though, <laughs> ten <laughs> losses now, double digits in the loss column. Not many teams have that, uh, and uh, they played the Rams, and the Rams beat that ass like we thought they would. I mean, the Rams are fucking five and six, man, and it's the NFC. They could end up spoiling some playoffs. I mean, some I gotta Super Bowl say, hopefuls. I gotta say this: besides, besides my man, former Bulldog Matthew Stafford, out here just slinging. It. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 229 yards, four touchdown passes. Of course mm-hmm. he throws a pick. He always throws a pick. He has to throw a pick. Uh, fucking welcome back, Kieran Williams. Good Lord. Mm, it looks good, uh, man. First game back, 16 carries, 143 yards. Uh, but then he also throws in 61 yards receiving with two touchdowns. I mean, this guy had a monster day. Mm-hmm. Monster. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what to say about the Cardinals other than I mean we expected them to be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, they 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 always start off looking kind of, you know, especially No, now, like, no, I, don't. Don't. Yeah, no, I'm saying no, with Kyler. I'm, I'm saying oh. especially with Kyler like when the game starts, okay. it feels like this team 
is a team that has something special. So it has some energy. Mm-hmm. It has some spunk. Uh, but, but it doesn't then, have talent. <laughs> it, it, but exactly. And then eventually you realize like, oh, wait, they oh, don't yeah. have any talent. That, ton- that um, pony has one trick. <laughs> this was also, I mean, like, this was a really important win for the Rams, especially given the fact that um, they lost Cooper Cup early. Um, yeah. To a bit of an ankle tweak of some kind, and then Puka Nakua didn't have a very good game either. I think that those two receivers, as good as they, especially Nakua, Puka Nakua, nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the year. Um, but I think sometimes having two receivers that you think are going to mm. be that good every game winds up being a bit of a problem. Um, and I think Kieran Williams is the solution to that. Um, yeah because he comes in and just dominates the game and says, okay, guys, you, you guys get to have a off day today. Uh, yeah. I got this. Um, so that's it's great. Good for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, and then we stay on the West Coast, man. <clears throat> the Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. man, they're fun. They're fun. And they gave I, – I could see on the uniforms because they had the white pants, the Chiefs. Shit stains. They were shitting themselves at the beginning of this game. Because <laughs> this looked like we're going to have us an upset – uh, and then you look at the score, 31-17. Of course, the, the Chiefs beat the hell out of them. No, 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 no. The Chiefs had to bring that shit back. And uh, the Raiders, it was just talent in the end. How we were talking about the Cardinals and the Rams. Just Chiefs, Chiefs uh, talent came up. And shout out to Rice, man. Mm. Rasheed Rice was, was, was doing his thing. And Mahomes mm. is Mahomes. Um, but the Raiders gave them all that they could take. And... <laughs> I don't know. That might be one time where we see an interim coach remain the head coach after next year. I really hope that they do that. Um, But yeah, you're right. I mean, the Raiders came out like they were shot out of a cannon, went up 14 nothing before the Chiefs. AOC looking good, too. Yeah, before the Chiefs even had time to blink. I mean, yeah. you know, Jacoby Myers had a nice touchdown, and then Josh Jacobs with that mm-hmm. 63-yard touchdown run was great. And, and it really felt like, oh, because, you know, we've been thinking about the Chiefs in, in kind of a different way this year mm-hmm. um, and a little worried, are they going to be able to put this together uh, given their situation with the receiver core and whatnot? Um, but they responded. They, they managed to tie the game up. It was 14-14 going into the half, and then they came out of the second half and just kept their foot on the gas pedal and steamrolled the Las Vegas Raiders. Rasheed Rice mm. with 107 yards and a touchdown. Pacheco looked good. Um, you know, yeah. Kelsey, not, Kelsey okay. had his first good game in a while. It was, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he turned it back a little bit. And I'm not the, a degenerate gambler <laughs> that much, but if I was, then I would say – the thing to do for the rest of the season is in-game betting on the Chiefs to come back and win. <laughs> yeah. They were down 14 in this game. It was like, you know what? It's time to go and uh, see what the how much money I can make saying they're going to win this game. Hmm. It might be a thing to look at. <laughs> Live well, I, think it, I think it might be a thing to look at for the next team as well, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, who, my God. Who This has They've to be. They've given another game. This has to oh, be that's one what of it was. Hold on, I got one for you. I got one for you, man. Yeah. I want you to pull up the Eagles schedule for this. All right? Pull up the Eagles schedule. And uh, <laughs> the Eagles have 10. Their record is 10 and 1 right now. Mm. Skiff, I want you to go through their, <laughs> their schedule 
and tell me how many games have the Eagles won and how many games have the other teams lost for the Eagles. In the remaining schedule, let's see. No, 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 okay. no, no. I mean the, the games they've won. They've won they're ten and one. Yeah. So some of those games the Eagles just won, and some of those games the other team just gave it up to the Eagles. Because their ah, ineptitude created right. a victory. Mm. So how many wins do the Eagles have where they were the better team that day? And how many did they just snatch away from the other team that fucked up? I would say Well, this game, for sure. That's yes, one. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the Chiefs game, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys game, too. Yep. Um, Commanders, maybe? Oh, that yep. Was tight. Weren't they um, hmm. I would say the other command. They played the yeah, Commanders twice this year. It happened twice. Yep, yep. Yeah, it happened twice. Um. <laughs> The other games were fairly convincing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they beat yeah, the Dolphins. I would say half of their wins. Five um, wins that were the teams just fell apart, collapsed. I do think it's part of their DNA, the pressure they put on teams. It's like it's a constant, like, it's like being chased by a bear. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, or that nightmare you have where it's like, yeah, damn, I can't shake this guy. They are Jason Voorhees. The football team, that you just keep looking back and you keep falling and all this shit. And next thing you know, you're dead. And that's what the Eagles are. It's crazy. Buff- they missed two field goals. Josh Allen did his Josh Allen thing. And then they make a fucking 60 yarder after two false starts by a Hall of Fame center. Mm. Jason Kelsey has two flinches at the uh, and, and cost them 10 yards. And the kicker still Elliott, who they drafted this year, right? I think he's a uh, rookie kicker. I don't he came remember. out of nowhere, but uh, mm. this kicker fucking nails it in the nasty weather that has caused two missed makeable field goals by the Bills, and they win this game. I was just it, and I was shocked. I hate the Bills, but I was just like, I can't believe it. And the Bills decided, as a team who saw what can happen in 13 seconds, decided to kneel to go into the half. Uh, with 20 seconds on the clock with a, and a timeout in their pocket. There, this, this was by far the most fascinating was the game. game. No, I know what you mean. No, it was, it was, it was at the, the half. Oh, it was, it half, was okay. the half. It was the half. I know what you're talking about. There were so many fascinating things to talk about with regard yeah. to this game. Um, this was another game where the officiating was criminal. Bruh. It was so bad. And I saw it happen this season because we couldn't mm-hmm. get a call. In the Eagles game, Dolphins versus Eagles. And I'm not saying Dolphins would have won that game, but I was just like, damn, can we get something? And it was just like that with the Bills. I was like, okay, I guess the at home, you're not going to get no calls, man. God damn. Yeah, it's it, 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 it was criminal. Uh, that being said, you know, there were a number of occasions that the Bills ha- could have changed their fate despite, yep. despite the officiating. Um, I and they made great plays. The Eagles made great plays too. Devontae Smith. Yeah, if I had to point to one thing that I found a little disturbing regarding the Bills is the way they played defense, like late in the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. as well as in overtime, 
where it was kind of like remember that game a couple of years ago where the where the Detroit Lions got their first victory of the year or maybe mm-hmm. that was last year and it was like we were trying to figure out like what are the Vikings doing why are they playing such I get it you're yeah, not yeah. You're, their prevent defense yeah, yeah. was Everybody so soft back, yeah. they did the same thing the Bills did the same thing in this game um, and again like you said considering that they're the team that knows what can happen to you in 13 seconds. Like I get that you're trying not to give up the big shot, but man, you're giving these guys too much space. It's almost like you're just saying, why don't you go ahead and why don't you go ahead and kick the game tying field goal and let's do the, let's do the overtime thing. Um, You know, I mean, Josh Allen, the thing that's probably the most upsetting for Bills fans is that Josh Allen probably just played like the game of his life. You know, he puts the team on his back. He put the cape on and just said, fuck it. We got to win this football game. He's got 81 yards rushing and two touchdowns. He also threw for two touchdowns. Um, That's a dumbass pick. And didn't he fumble too? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he was Josh Allen. It's, yeah. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Sure. And they embrace but it. They, the but defense he gave him the best chance, man. It was <laughs> like defense, times when I was like, he's going to run this, and he's going to get the first down. And he fucking ran it, and he got the fucking first down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and the defense played great in the first half. I mean, like Jalen Hurst yes. was ter- terrible in the first yes. half. He was absolutely terrible. Um, you know, but then he comes out in the second half, and he, he accounts for all five of their touchdowns. Yeah. He threw for three of them and rushed for the other two. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just something about – I think to me this is a combination of a team that the, the Philadelphia Eagles, it just doesn't get flustered when they're playing from behind. No matter what. Yep. And you have a team like the Bills who have put themselves in a situation where all of their games feel like must-win games at this point. They can't yeah. afford to make a mistake. They're clutching the ball too tight. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it all comes crashing down at the end. I mean, that opportunity to win the game in overtime where Josh Allen just threw the, you know, both it was a pass from Josh Allen to Gabe Davis. It, supposedly, oh, yeah. supposedly it was a choice route and both guys are saying. To make you know, different choices. <laughs> Gabe Davis is saying, well, I, I, I had two choices and I picked the wrong one. And Josh Allen basically said the same thing. And and But that was to me, that was the ball game. That, that was, was game. it. When, uh, yeah, man. It looked like it was over. And he had him beat by five yards. I think if, was, if Allen knew that, open. he just throw it at open. him. Instead of exactly. picking a spot, throw it at him. He was wide open. Yeah. Um, but you can't blame Josh Allen. He played a fucking great game. Um, and in the end, as we know, He's fool's gold, so we knew what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm back. Fuck to, that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I have to say is that, um, you know, for me, the big difference in this game, obviously, is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they, I, you know, they have so many good Georgia Bulldogs on this team. It's ridiculous. Oh my god. I mean. <laughs> Admit, I think about it every time I watch the games, too. You got to admit, time. like, in the clutch, you know, you got – I mean, DeAndre Swift didn't score a touchdown, but he, he had some huge moments at the end of the game when they needed a first down. And then, of course, one of those missed field goals was a big-ass uh, mm. Jalen Carter. Was that a Georgia hand? <laughs> that was a Georgia – that was Jalen Carter getting up on that thing. <laughs> he jumped high. Uh, and uh, it's just – yeah. He kicked that low too. I was like, "Word, <laughs> I'm over here." We didn't, we didn't pick the. Uh, well, we we got that bet though. But but they said it on the broadcast. But they didn't. They said 
they said there's something about these Philadelphia Eagles where even though they haven't won a championship, they feel like they're a team that has a championship mentality. And they didn't really say why, but I answered it for them. And I was like, that's because you got all those fucking dogs out there. Those Mm, back-to-back national champions are out there. That's where that championship mentality comes from. And and Jalen Hurts too. And I I add Jalen Hurts into that as Mm. well because that's a guy – who knows how to win? Devontae Smith but, and Devontae Smith too. You you got you got that whole you got that yeah. Alabama Georgia uh, love making right there in that nice. Eagles uh, universe, and it's it's working out beautiful for them. I think. What about Louisville? Any thoughts on Louisville players? Uh, well, <laughs> normally I don't think about Louisville players. <laughs> no, um, I mean I do. I like Lamar Jackson. But Louisville is generally not a very relevant Mm. college football team. Um, Although they are playing for their for their conference uh, championship this coming weekend. Okay. Uh, Well, maybe that's why they beat the shit out of the Chargers, man. The uh, the Ravens. (laughs) No, they mm -hmm. beat the shit out of them. They uh, the Ravens. I don't know, man. Chargers. I don't know. They. It's time. It's been time. I, I spent my whole day yesterday refreshing my browser expecting yes. the Brandon Staley got fired thing and 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 then Frank Wright comes up. And then Frank Wright I was like, wait, how how? How, he, how man? All this money I put on this coach fired in season. Just getting burned. <laughs> no, we didn't bet on it, but still, uh I mean Justin Herbert is trying his best. Mm. And it's just like I don't know, man. The uh I guess they held the Ravens to 20 points. Sure. That defense, but they only put up 10 points. It's like he can't do can't do it all. I don't know. I guess they weren't they're not supposed to beat the Ravens, but it just seems like a team that's just like out there going through the motions and they need some type of spark. It's 4 and 7, that means they're going to have to kind of win out to get to the playoffs. And you're not going to do that with Brandon Staley, so it's a failed season with a strong roster that costs a lot of money. And also, I mean, the Chargers had huge issues with turnovers in this game. They've, yeah, they yeah, lo- yeah. lost they lost three fumbles, yeah. and Justin Herbert threw a pick. Um, that's that's a recipe for ten points right there. Uh, yeah. No wonder you can't score. You got to hold on to the fucking football. Um, you know, you're just yeah. making it. I mean, because it's not like Lamar had a great day. By his no. standards, you know what I mean. Like this was a day, yep. defensively speaking, yeah. which you know has been a real problem for the Chargers. Yep. I mean, your defense, in a way, if you think about it, holding the Ravens to twenty points, in my opinion, that's your defense giving you a chance to win. But don't you know, ask offense. the question anymore. Yeah, stop yeah. asking that question. He's <laughs> yeah. calling the plays. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the Chargers are totally irrelevant. They're four and seven. I, I don't even know. It, yeah. it, it, it just seems yeah. weird, given very weird, given what they have. I, well, I will say this: I think it's time for them to just completely redo their whole running back room, yeah. completely. Uh, Eckler runs like like he has a piano on his back, <laughs> uh, and yeah. you know they did they did one trick play in this game, which was super fun. Um, what are they? They threw it to Herbert. Threw it to Keenan Allen. Oh yeah, and got back. And to then Herbert. he threw it all the way across the field, but you know, in a backwards angle to to Herbert. That was mm-hmm. fun. 
Yeah, that was nice. Not something you would expect from a team that only has 10 points on the board. But. <laughs> Oof. Uh, speaking of 10 points, mm. the uh, did you have you seen the Monday game? I watched it this morning. I haven't seen it. I read about it this morning. I heard that Josh Dobbs had a terrible evening. Yeah, he did. He's just throwing picks. It was another game where the Vikings defense, who was the worst defense in the NFL, just came out flying around. I was like, damn, they looked great. And then it was it was funny because uh, the commentator was like uh, saying how they got so many good players on the Vikings defense. Nobody was saying that at the beginning of the season. No. The only one anybody talked about was Harrison Smith, and he's old hmm. by football standards. Uh, but they just they came at him. They blitzed a lot, like we said. Uh, Fields was uh, under attack, and he lost the game. He, oh, I thought he lost the game for him. I was ready to say he lost the game for him because he tried to scramble, and he fumbled again, and the Vikings got the ball, but they could do nothing with it. And uh, I think that's when they fumbled. They just just gave it up again, over and over again, until the Bears <coughs> finally got a game-winning field goal with uh, 20 seconds left. <laughs> and then the Vikings did the worst uh, – Besides the Mac Jones one, the worst uh, pitch back. Remember he threw the one? <laughs> to the... <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that one is the worst for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, they had a bad one themselves, and then the Bears win in um, where there was way too much excitement for a 10-12 game. But it was fun watching those two defenses go at it, man. It felt like an old NFC Central. Remember that? <laughs> NFC Central game, the black and blue division. Uh, but nothing much more to say besides Josh Dobbs uh, <laughs> throwing four picks and mm. coming back down to earth. And uh, I have a question: Do we have we gotten to that part of the year where the NFL can flex some of these? Yeah, because I see t- TBD. I see TBD on the, on the, on some games, so they are thinking about flexing stuff. Uh, because next week, next week's yeah. Monday Night Football game. And my taxi uh, comes in nine minutes, bro. Bengals Jaguars does not feel good to me. Um, all right, uh, yeah, that's all the games. Let's let's rip through the superlatives. My man uh, Jonathan uh, has got places to go, people to see. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I gotta say, my real MVP, Matthew Stafford, had himself a day. Came into the season thinking the team was done. That they uh, <laughs> that they where did he go to college? I don't remember. He went to Georgia. He's a bulldog, man. We gotta get him to the <laughs> uh, he's often injured, and we said he's past his prime. And then this game, he started off with a beautiful throw, dropped right in Tutu Atwell's bucket, and never looked back. He turned back the clock, turned it into a four touchdown, one interception performance on Sunday, 25 33, 229 yards. Stafford is part of why the Rams fans have some belief. And more importantly, having fun on game day. Matt Stafford, I got to say it, man. You're the real MVP. I love it. You're the real MVP. Uh, I should probably say my man, B. John Robinson, who had 123 total yards, uh, both rushing and receiving, plus two big touchdowns to beat the hated New Orleans Saints. But I'm actually going to go with Jesse Bates, the motherfucking third. Mm. Uh, Without this dude, there's no way the Falcons win this game. 12 tackles, Lord knows how many pass breakups, Mm. a forced fumble in the red zone, and a 92-yard pick six. 
in a world where both Arthur Smith, Next Gen Stats, and the aptly <laughs> nicknamed Desmond Shitter all appear to be conspiring to ruin my Sundays, Jesse Bates the third was out here almost single-handedly making sure the Falcons did not blow this game. Thank you, Jesse Bates, for delivering the first calm, no-stress Sunday that I have been praying for all season. And yeah, fuck the Saints. <laughs> you the real MVP. Uh, who's your trash? I'm, for me, it's the Patriots v Gi- Giants, like as a whole mm. game. I mean, <laughs> just like a colossal shit bowl from two teams that were, you know, that we are used to thinking of as like the gold standard in the NFL. 14 punts in this game. Patriots used two different quarterbacks, and together they couldn't outduel Tommy DeVito, who only threw for 191 yards. Uh, <laughs> Whack Jones had two picks. Bailey Zappi had one. Both of these teams should be just completely embarrassed to even put on football helmets, to be honest. Mm. The only player who deserves any credit is the Patriots rookie field goal kicker, Chad Ryland, who missed the potential game-tying 35-yard field goal that would have sent this game into overtime. Ending this game in regulation by missing <laughs> that 35-yard chip shot was a gift to all of us so we didn't have to watch a single second more of this shit bowl thank you very much chad ryland giants v patriots you are trash you are trash <laughs> well uh this one actually hurt me financially this week it took too long for me to get here we tried we uh, tied money to the patriots in a few bets and then watched them burn down every single dime in a piss poor performance that resulted in seven points after 60 minutes of play Five years ago, you could have never imagined a Bill Belichick team looking like that dog shit we saw out on the field Saturday. It's disgraceful. I'm not going to say I'm not thoroughly enjoying the fall of the hooded empire, but that doesn't mean I'm not shocked. The 2-9 and nine record isn't wise trash. The stripping down of the little confidence his quarterback uh, had isn't wise trash. Losing to a rookie, third-string quarterback that nobody had heard of before three weeks ago, coming off a bye week. <laughs> Isn't even why he's trash. It's the audacity to handle the media as if he's still out there making unquestionable decisions for a winning football team. That shit was cute when we knew you would possibly be hoisting a trophy with an I told you so grin on your face. But now your team's two and nine. You seemingly broke your quarterback through two years of abhorrent decision making. You lost to a trash ass team coached by your former employee. You're going to be asked some fucking questions now. People need to understand if you actually have things under control because it doesn't look like it. And here's a clip from the post-game interview that I'll play for you right now. Too, too much poor ball security on offense. You know, turn the ball over too many times. And got away from us. Um, even a few times that we didn't turn it over. You know, missed an opportunity at the end of the game to put it in overtime. So, you know, just not good enough. Too sad. split in practice between Mac and Bailey I don't know. Probably not quite, but I'm not sure. You don't know how long you yeah. had to... Since Mac did start, was that fair to him to not get enough, you know, not get all the reps in practice the Yeah, I think everybody had plenty of reps. Well, we're into the it's like, no, it's like, that's the way he's answering his questions. People have oh, questions for you, Bill. People got <clears throat> questions. You fucking lose it, man. Wow. People need to understand if you know what's going on. Are you fucking kidding me? We really need to know, Bill. Did you really split practice reps... Because that could be why neither guy looked good. We want to know, Bill. You won't be hoisting a trophy. We can't relax, Bill. You're going to the Hall of Fame, but the players in that locker room deserve someone competent, Bill. And it's not looking like it's you, Bill. As a matter of fact, Bill, you, you are trash. That's wow. what I had to say. 
<laughs> wow. My, my shit got learned. I didn't notice, but Matt Eberflus, before the game uh, mm-hmm. last night, was 0-9 versus the NFC North. Oh, wow. And 0-10 versus teams with winning records in his career as head coach. He's still 0-10 against those mm-hmm. teams. Everyone mm-hmm. knows the key to get into the playoffs is beating your division rivalry. I think fans will be okay losing a bunch of games, but beating their heated rivals. But you're not giving them that. I don't know if Matt Eberflus lasts outside of this season, even though they won that game. But uh, that was my shit got learned. Matt Eberflus, man, his his seat should be hotter than we thought it would be. That's a good point. Uh, for me, the shit that I learned is that the Eagles are starting to feel inevitable. Um, oh, we yeah. keep we keep talking about how they don't look as good as they looked last year, and yet I think the fact that they keep stacking these improbable wins arguably makes them better than they were last year. Yeah. Battle-tested, winning games when you're outgained and in some cases slightly outplayed, this is the sign of a team destined to be the last team standing. This is now the fourth straight week where the Eagles have found a way to win despite being down at the half, making them one of only four teams to accomplish a streak like this. Um, You got the 71 Browns, the 2006 Titans, the 2011 Cardinals and now these these Eagles only teams uh, teams to win four straight comeback victories. They didn't even win the Super Bowl, right? They've actually come back uh, after being down at the half five total times this season, while the rest of the NFL is only 35 and and 129 at doing that. History tells us that the team who loses the Super Bowl, Super Bowl rarely makes it back the year after. Uh, and those that do almost always lose it again. Oh, Only shit. twice has the Super Bowl loser come back and won it the year after. The wow. 1970 Cowboys and the 1971 Dolphins. I'm starting to think that the 2023 Eagles are going to be the third team to add their name to that list. Wow. My scariest AFC team is the Chiefs. Hmm. They were they were down and just they just just like the Eagles you're talking about came back and figured it out. It feels like they're going to do that for the season. Just figure it out. Who's mm. your scariest AFC team? I, I like the Chiefs. I feel like their their inconsistency makes me a little nervous. So I, I, I'm going to say Ravens. I think Ravens heading into their bye atop the AFC, a chance to rest late in the season while everybody else continues to beat the shit out of each other. I, I, I like the Ravens right now in the AFC. Yeah, NFC Eagles, of course. Yeah. They're the best team in football. Put some spec. I'm going to say uh, Russell Wilson. Who are you putting spec on? I'm going to say Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers. I, I wrote this dude off, and now he feels like he's back showing us what he's made of. Um, he looks really good. I, I like him. Nice. Well, that's. A, I'm sorry I had to run like that. That's. <laughs> I, I, I made it tight. But uh, thank you all for checking it out. It has been... Another episode of Spin NFL, man. We'll be back to talk about the uh, predictions for week fucking 13. Unlucky week. We'll probably win some money because it's unlucky week. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, sorry. What's Spin NFL? We'll holler at y'all later. Later, y'all.